And that's why you should never start another podcast. What is going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and bailers to learn how to rock more and suck less. In Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Wright. I, I recorded another podcast. You have you are now a multi a multi title podcaster. Potentially, my son uh, wanted to do one for a school project, and so we did it. Uh, but I think. He may have found out the thing that we all have found out, which is when you start one, it's hard to stop one. And so I might, I might have just uh, overextended myself yet again. Well, it'll be a family project. There you go. It's quality time, as they say. I usually, and you know, musicians <clears throat> know what I'm talking about here. When I overextend myself, usually it's things that make my family wish that I hadn't. But, you know, if it's a family project, maybe, maybe it's a different deal. Could be. So there you go. So how has your week gone? My week's gone fine. You know, I didn't, um, I did not do my Wednesday trivia just because I was feeling a little post-COVID throat vocally. Um, we did a rehearsal mm -hmm. last Sunday um, with the full band, the new band, and um, it was rough. I got through, but it was rough. So I just said, give me, a, give me another week, and so we'll start that back up next week. And um, um, and that was what I've that was what I've done. I am prepping um, for the next one of those. The theme is going to be TV. TV themes. Yes. Um, which means a lot of music that I don't know. And I need to, it, not that any of it's all that complicated for the most part. Um, the problem is normally I prep like 30 to 40 songs and I'm playing, you know, the first barn first version chorus of them. Um, right. but each one of these is like 10 seconds long. Yeah. So to fill 90 minutes of game, I either need to tell a lot of stories and be very entertaining mm -hmm. between them or like prepare a whole lot of them. So I'm on, I'm on the horns of that, but I am, um, it's interesting. TV themes used to be real descriptive. They used to be filled with lyrics that told you what the show was. Mm -hmm. Gilligan's Island. He's laid the whole a thing guy out. and she's a girl and they live together. Exactly. In a house on Except he's really a werewolf and she's a ghost and yeah, that kind of thing. Um, and then, they both work in a dynamite factory. That's right. That's right. I want to watch the show. I'm I know. In. We're going to call it um, uh, explosive. Maybe not. Um, uh, and then they turned into theme songs like like uh, different strokes and um, family matters that were like some kind of sentimental song that might have been thematically similar to the show, but didn't literally lay out the premise. Um, and right. and then there hasn't been a song that has. I mean, the the only one that has like here's what the show is lyrics anymore is um, adventure time is the most recent one I can think of that does that. Yeah. Um, and, but so I have or learned 30 rock, 30 rock. Yeah. Yeah. I laid out the, um, uh, a couple of them that are just instrumentals, you know, the, the guitar intro to um, better call Saul is very nice. Yeah. Um, and a few other things that are, that are kind Sanford of like and that. sons. Is that on the list? Sanford sons is on the list. Um, I'm also doing, um, oh, uh, uh, the, uh, maybe, maybe my favorite intro TV intro tune is to, um, what we do in the shadows. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. That's going to be a hard one for people to pick up though. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, the audiences, uh, they've been, they've been, um, nerdy, nerdy. And then, and then there'll be somewhere I'll go, you know, I know I'll go <laughs> and it'll be over. They'll have it. Right. Um, well, yeah, but some of them will be a challenge. I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Is is Family Matters on that one? Um, I have it. I just I, I need to go back and listen to it because it's been probably twenty years since I heard the intro to Family Matters. 
Um, it's there's that little like there's that little kind of interstitial bridge part. The well, then there must be some magic clue inside these tears. Whoa, like that's that's yeah, like the that's know, the money maker on that been, one. It's I trust you. It's just been a really long time. I don't I don't have it in my. It's all I see is a tower of dreams. Real love busting out of every scene. Yeah. As days go by. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm working up um, King of the Hill. Right. Dum, 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 yeah. dum, 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 and a uh, bunch of things like that. So there were, there were refreshments. refreshments. The guys who that did. Who, that uh, who that yeah. The guys who did um, Banditos. Oh. So just how far down do you want to go? Same band. Huh. All right. All right. The refreshments. I can hear it. Anyway, that's what I'm prepping right now. Um, but no gigs or anything. How about you? Um, so we did the mental health mm-hmm. episode last week. And um, things have just been really complicated. <laughs> uh, just in like, we've had some financial stuff come up. And, um, you know, I've been talking about looking for work. But because of some of the financial things, like, some things had to like we had to kind of let go of some stuff that we were doing uh which kind of requires me to stay put and work out of the house yep um so that's kind of been a, uh, an adjustment and just general chaos all around um i uh i i i had a fever yesterday mm. and was pretty certain that covid had finally gotten me yeah so I went and I got a test and I took it and it was negative and I just had a fever just cause. And then uh, this morning it was gone and like, it was just the weirdest thing. Yeah. So in general, everything around me is on fire and I'm on fire and uh, that's it. You can- as far as gigs go, nothing until I think maybe end of February, beginning of March. But we have been getting a lot of inquiries, um, but a lot of like kind of hot footed, like, can you do this? Never mind. Mm. Can you do this date? Never mind. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a little chaotic, but um, just trying to figure out like next moves for on a couple of things and um, talking with a vocalist tomorrow about being the new me. Cool. So very good. That could be something. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. All right. Well, we had some uh, some listener mail we wanted to talk from today, didn't we? Yeah. So this is the basic kind of thrust of the episode. Um, I don't. I was trying to think if there's anything else that has popped up because uh, we that, are at minute six here, so it'd be a a, a, a total breakthrough <laughs> to be talking about our main topic, you know, this early yeah. in the episode. <laughs> yeah. Um. So a couple of uh, I do have a gear thing right. and um. And there's been a couple of announcements. So like NAM isn't happening right. until the summer. Yep. Um, but there's still some announcements that have been kind of coming out. Uh, Fender dropped a bunch of stuff. Uh, if you haven't checked out their latest offerings, the couple that jumped out at me is uh, they rele- they're releasing a, uh, a new color of the, the EVH 5150 guitars, oh, all right. which are more of like the super strat versions that are with like the more modern appointments. They have it in this like purple quilted burst <laughs> situation that's like really, really nice looking. Um, and then some cool Charvels and a couple of the Gretsch streamliners have been announced. And 
Um, those all look really neat. And um, the other thing was, I, I think I may have talked about it last week, but I bought this iOS interface, the IK Multimedia iRig Extreme, initially to do TikTok videos. But since I bought it, I have found myriad uses for it. One of them being, I'm actually recording this podcast completely on my phone. It's awesome. Using the existing signal chain that I was using before, but like it's going into the phone directly. So my computer's just sitting here, just chilling. Anybody who has not been around since we last talked about our signal chain and process for actually getting this thing recorded, Adam and I are talking right now over Zoom. So we're looking at each other in the face, which even though we don't put out live video anymore, still we think lends a lot to our ability to have banter and repartee and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. You look through the phone like a, a whole bunch better than you have through your webcams. Like I'm, it's a crisper photo quality for sure. Well, this is, yeah, it's a 4K camera on the right. front of the right. uh, yep. 13 Pro. Yep. So. yep. And the audio is excellent. So yeah, I think, I think overall it's an upgrade. Well, the other cool thing about it is that now if I, when I am recording videos, so like the other thing that the iPhone 13 does is it's got that cinematic mode where it does mm-hmm. the super shallow depth of field and it's adjustable yep. like after the fact. Um, but I couldn't use it because I had to record the audio separate and the audio tracks wouldn't always line up. And it was like a whole thing. It was kind of like I had to sacrifice one for the other. Well, this fixes that. Right. And so the video that is going out on the YouTube channel tomorrow is actually about (laughs) this interface. And I shot it using the interface. Very good. So, uh, very excited for 99 bucks. It's a complete slam dunk. And, um, I don't know when it was going to be released because, like I said, I had a very interesting day today um, with emergency doctor visits and picking kids up from school and that kind of thing. But um, it'll be out on Friday because we say we release on Friday. Didn't say when on Friday. It'll be out sometime on Friday. Yeah. So, yeah. Good. Well, you know, I feel like we've we've suitably um, shot the uh, the proverbial shoot mm. so we've burned our time here at the it. beginning we've sufficiently blabbed and now it's time to talk yep. Yeah. yep so this is a um an email that came in uh on the it was about four days ago and it's from uh another adam i know that we're just so <laughs> enamored with all of the adams uh but this is adam from a band called belding the 90s band nice Uh, Hey guys, love the podcast. Thank you for all the practical advice and encouragement. Apologies, you've already covered this topic, which we haven't. But I wondered if you have any thoughts regarding converting one-time bar patrons into repeat audience members. We feel like we put on a good show. We get great engagement and participation from people during the performance, but it rarely converts to new followers on socials or people seeking us out the next time we're in the area. Any tips on how to incentivize people to take that small extra step of following us on socials during the show? We plug the website and social channels throughout the set and have considered giving small prizes to anyone who tags us in a photo or video. Um, His question is, does that seem a little desperate? We can hop on that in just a second. Uh, We'd love to hear this topic covered on the podcast or feel free to respond directly. Uh, Thanks, Adam from Belding, the 90s band. And they're up in, I think they're in New York, uh, NYC metropolitan area. Great. So um, the first thing that we say, like giving out, prizes for people who tag you in photos and stuff is that desperate no no it's not at all um and because i wanted to make sure i really understood what he was saying i was like if you could boil down what it is you want from the people at your gigs 
Is it is the motivation to gain more social followers for visibility or repeat customers for your upcoming shows? And he says, uh, ultimately, it's the latter, more repeat audience members, but uh, hoping for more social uh, followers in service of that goal. So uh, they can stay informed of things that we've got going on. So the question uh, for this week, and I guess we could put this as the uh, title of the episode, which is how to convert bar patrons into fans. Yeah. So, Dan, you are a uh, you are definitely in this market a lot more than I am. Um, what are your thoughts on good practices in well, order to get people engaged, uh, specifically on your socials and uh, to get them out to future events? Right. Um, we actually, in my previous uh, project, we had some. Um, practices that evolved and then we realized they were working and we started to experiment with them. And we did sort of develop a process around this that became pretty, okay. pretty darn reliable. So the first thing is, um, you want to, <laughs> um, give up the notion that social follower equals, they know where you are. Yep. Right. Cause Facebook's not going to send them your messages. You just, you can set that all aside. That's not a thing anymore. The way that you get people to engage with your schedule on your terms is you put them on your email list. So oh. you need to have an email list. The email list is guaranteed to get to them and the ones who are, you know, interested in you because of things we'll talk about in a second that will reliably land on them and they will know where to show up because they care about you. You posting an event in Facebook is crapshoot that the people who even like yeah. super into you had a great time last time, totally excited to see you again. There, there's no guarantee Facebook's going to let them see that you're ever playing again. So that's not, that's not the way in the way in is email list. Now you've got some ways to have people sign up for an email list. Um, here's what I do. I have uh, an email list on, on MailChimp. I yep. have a funnel page that all it does is have a form on it that people can sign up for the mailing list. The domain for that is giftfromdan.com, which I, it blew my yep. mind that that was available, but giftfromdan.com. And so at some point in the show, I make it a thing and I say like, listen, we've reached the point in the show, the really important thing that needs to happen right now is you need to take out your phone. And I'll give them a second to do that. And I'll, and I'll look yeah. at them till they do that. Um, yeah. And I'll tell them to go to giftfromdan.com and you know, at some point, some, some number of them will hold up their phone to show me my picture on their phone. And I'll tell them, this is how you sign up. This is how you find out about me. They do that. And, and, and when I, um, I've gotten better at remembering to do that, it shows there were several that went by that I smacked my head at the end of the night, but, uh, pretty reliably when I do that, I pick up a third to half of the room signing up on my mailing list. So depending on the size of the room, that could be really, really great. Um, so that's the getting people connected with the news of you playing now, getting them to care that's something else. And um, here's what we found really worked is you got to leverage the fact that as the people who are in the band taking a break, walking around the room or at the end of the night, you are for a short period of time, the coolest humans on the planet. Cause you just came off stage being a rock star. And so as you played the show, you were probably aware that there were certain people who were, into it. Like they seemed really into it. They seemed like they were into you. They dug what you were doing. Um, um, particularly in my mind, if it's a couple, 
Um, yeah. We've had a lot of success just like making a point of going over and saying, hey, you guys are awesome. Thanks so much. That was so much fun. It was really great. Um, I one time, I don't know why it came out of my mouth, but we were playing a private party for a for an apartment complex. It's like a residential community having, yeah, having yeah, an event. Those. Yeah. And um, there was a young couple standing at a table um, and they were... I don't know. There was a lot happening at this party. We were we were playing music in the corner. We were among the attractions of the night. We were not sort of owning the the space. Yes. But there was this young couple who was at a table and paying very close attention to us and clearly enjoying the show. And at some point at the break, I came over and I gave him a card and I said, "Hey, you guys are great. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. We do weddings, by the way." Just saying, and walked away. And I was as I walked away, I was like, "Wow, that was that might have that might have been too much of a thing to say." Um. <laughs> um. A year later, uh, having had them be at almost every show the band played after that, they came to everything. Uh, they did ask us to play their wedding. So there you go. You know, sometimes you take a flyer and sometimes it works out. But but the point is, you you it, it is about, in, in my experience, it's about personal connection. It's about letting them have some of you. Listen, we actually, for a while, we had... A, just kind of a casual practice that some number of us would go out to dinner after a show. So if it ended at 10, we'd go hit the diner and get, get some pancakes or something. And yeah, we all kind of agreed that like, if we were connecting with a new audience member who was into us and, you know, p- people like who, and, and, you know, we'd limit it to just a couple, but we'd invite them along. We'd take them to dinner. Mm. Um, and, and, um, you know, if they seem cool, if they seem like our kind of people, we're not going to like right. open the floodgates, but, I will tell you the people who ended up at dinner with us after a show, they came to more shows that they were not going to miss us again. Cause we were, we were there. Well, yeah, we were theirs. We're, we were their buddies. Now we weren't some band. They liked, they, they knew us personally. And I think that connection really is the, the meat and potatoes of turning bar patrons who caught you incidentally into people who are following you. Um, mm-hmm. For me, it's all about that personal connection that really only happens it happens some on mic, but on mic, you're broadcasting. Yeah. Right. Versus at break and at the end of the night, um, you can, you can have it be personal and that's really where the, where the difference gets made. That was certainly yeah. our experience. And, and, you know, that's, that's the answer up to a certain level of scale beyond that. We got to talk to Mike Schulte about how to create, how to create, you know, fans in the thousands. That's a whole other discipline. I'm talking about one, one by one, right? Yeah. You, you know, it, well, you raise a good point because like when you're talking about, the Mike Schultes of the world, like they have built a following based on one that their band is really, really good. Right. Right. Um, but also because they are very good at maintaining a social media presence. That's right. Yeah. At that level, social media really, those, really matters. Exactly. So, you know, there's, there's kind of, it's two different skill sets yes. really. Yes. And you know, the, the personal touch that you're talking about is, is very much a, People in the room, mm-hmm. getting them connected and, and, and moving them forward. Um, I don't know if social media follow followers equate to those necessarily. Right. But if you want people to follow you on social media, you need to prioritize the quality of the content that you're posting. That's right. That's for sure. So, you know, as far as uh we'll we'll use belding the band the 90s band as a as a as an example i went onto their instagram page and it's it's fairly new and their um their posts are pretty consistent 
And it is a certain type of post that I think a lot of bands do where it's a, it's, it's a ton of, here's a picture of us playing. We're playing here next. Here's a picture mm-hmm. of us playing. We're playing here next. Here's a, so it's, it's, it's really just advertising. And we have learned over countless, you know, conversations and episodes that people don't want to engage with brands or companies. They want to engage with people. Right. And if your social media doesn't have any sort of like solid personality behind it, you're going to have a hard time bringing people into that, that realm. Yep. So... I don't know if you necessarily need to prioritize one or over the other, but if you are, you know, work on the people in the room because that's definitely something that is easily actionable. It's something that you can um, kind of develop over time. You know, the thing that I had suggested is the is the QR iPhone smartphone lock screen mm-hmm. deal, where you go. Thank you guys so much. You guys have been wonderful. Please come say hey to us after the show. Uh, if you want to find out what we've got going on, uh, come see me. I'll, you know, you can take a picture of this thing and it'll tell you all the things you need to know. And then if you go out into the audience and you do exactly that, it's, it is very effective. Yeah. And it, it is kind of like a way of kind of splitting the difference there, you know? Yeah. Because you it, are doing the personal engagement and it's pushing them to the online thing. And it certainly scales better than taking them to dinner. It does. Yeah. Now, another thing that is kind of a cool idea, and I've seen uh, I've seen other groups do this, is the um, like buying the virtual gift card, mm-hmm. and then posting like, let's say, hey, have a have a a coffee on us, and they some of the band bought like a fifty to one hundred dollar Starbucks card, and you just post the QR code on your Instagram page, say, have a coffee on us, and uh, you know write the balance in under the comments. And so then people go and they use that. And the cool thing about that is that because you're asking people to comment when they update the balance, it increases the engagement of the post, which increases the visibility of the post, which then sends it to more people. Yeah. So, you know, people talk a lot about targeted ads and, and, you know, effectively spending your money. In that case, you could take 50 bucks and like, get a lot of mileage out of it. Yeah, that's really smart. Or or maybe maybe you just have like a single uh dickhead who spends 50 bucks at Starbucks and, you know, leaves and never comments. Yep. That could happen too. But, you know, you got to be willing to do it. Life's a gamble, man. That's the risk of it. Life is a gamble. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other thoughts around this? Like what whether like if if you were uh a group that's, you know, kind of, you've already got the stage show figured out. You're, you're kind of out, you're out there and you're doing it. What are the things can you think about in order to kind of push that engagement, push the, push the ask? Like what are, what other things could we do besides the stuff that we've already talked about? You know, I think there, I think there are ways that the stage show can foster an experience of connection for the audience. Um, mm-hmm. one is <clears throat> I mean, when we, when we worked on wireless mics and we would go out into the audience and engage with people in the middle of songs and, you know, if somebody's drunk and singing loud, you know, put the mic in front of their face. Don't hand them the mic, pre-COVID. but put it in front of their face. Pre-COVID for sure. Yeah. Yeah. These days <laughs> I don't want to think hard about that, but, um, 
um, there is a lot of, um, uh, I guess mean, it all comes down to making yourself available. Remember that you are, you are the rock star. People want to engage with you and, uh, and, and some of them who want to won't, they'll stop themselves. They'll, they'll, you know, respect your space, which thank you. Right. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. But if I'm interested in making that connection, then, um, then it's mine to make and I can just walk up and do it. Um, yeah. As an extrovert, that's easy to say, I know, but, uh, but it's, um, it is, it is the thing that's, that's gotten us that traction. Um, the other thing I think is that your show should always have some, you know, in terms of the stage shows worked out or whatever, um, Mm -hmm. your show needs to have surprises in it. People come back for surprises, right? There was a period with, with the clinky Lincolns where we realized we played essentially the same set list for six months and we were starting to get bored with it. And the people who came back and came to all those shows for six months, I mean, we were playing a once a month gig at a place and, and it was, you know, 20 of the same 50 people were at all of those and, and a bunch of others. Um, and at some point I started to feel bad for them because like they've heard the same dance medley every time and, and they like it, they hang it, they're, they're, they're here for it, but, um, you got to keep it fresh and you really got to, once you, once you're committed to having return visitors, you got to make it worth the return visitors while. Yeah. It's a great point. So, or they won't Variety return anymore. They'll be like, life. Variety is a spice of life. And, and like, all right, so. That night, I can go see that band that is going to do. I know they're going to do the same thing again that I've seen eight times, and I like it. But there's this other thing going on. I haven't seen that before. Yeah. Right. But if you can keep it fresh, if you can keep new things happening, you know, we had a a, a rap battle set piece that was built into mm-hmm. our show, and we we rotated that every every show. And part of the fun of it was um, nobody knew what you were going to throw down. Like you just start something and the whole band would react and everybody would have like a moment, you know, um, one night I pulled out, um, thank you for being a friend, speaking of TV themes and you it brought the place down. Right. Um, so there is, there's just, there's constant work to do to keep. There's not just, I guess, I guess what I want to say is there's not just getting those people. There's keeping them. Yeah. So yeah, there's a, there's a, a retention yeah. component. Yeah. So yeah, those are. I think that's a really great point. Um, you know the the main thing is you've got to be willing to put yourself out there and 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 connect. Like really go out of your way. Yep. And and you can do that through uh, through the stage banter, but really like the rubber meets the road when you are talking with people and like showing them that you you care. Yeah. You know, we, um, what we, we had talked about that, uh, that Venkman show that, uh, was not bad, but was not as good as we normally, as far as turnout goes. Um, there's this, there was a, there was a gal there who comes to pretty much all of our shows and had not been to one of our shows in two years because we, we weren't, we hadn't played a public show in that long. And, you know, she got to see a show that had a bunch of new stuff. It had, you know, a lot of new components. And, like, she was visibly thrilled at the, Mm. like, the fact that things were so different. And I made sure that when we wrapped up, I went 
directly over to her and I said, thank you for being here. Because I knew that, you know, she, she had gone out of her way to, to show up. Yeah. And, and, you know, I was joking about this with our, with, with Nathan, our drummer. Um, I was like, none of our friends showed up (laughs) and he, he kind of laughed and I was like, but like that, that's cool. Like people who wanted to see us came. Yeah. It wasn't our friends. Yeah. And that's, that's, it's cool. uh, Honestly, it's it's cooler. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but we did, we did actually get a, we are, we are booked there in April. They were like very motivated to, like I said, the, somebody threw up. So, I mean, they were having a good time. (laughs) So, you know, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, uh, we're going to be back there in April. So good. Good stuff. Well, Adam from building the nineties band, I hope that was a helpful information. Um, if you have any further questions or if you wanted to like do like a, a deeper dive, um, we could talk about maybe doing like a coaching thing. Uh, maybe we could do that as an episode uh, on the house just yeah. to get you guys up and running. If it's something you're interested in, just uh, hit us up and let us know. Any parting words? Any Connect. Just connect. Just always connect. Do it. Try, try your best to connect. And that's it. Well, folks, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, that was a great question. I was really... It's a great question. You guys definitely provide the best content topics for us. Sometimes left to our own devices. We, you know, we... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, a, we're, a, we're, in, we're, in a, we're in the vacuum, you yeah, know? Yeah. On a Thursday night, we'll get together and like, uh, what are we talking about tonight? Oh, I don't know, man. But this one came in like hot on a Monday and I was like, Yes. You know, exactly time, time to plan about. it, time to think about it. Yeah, it's perfect. Yep. Yep. So uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, so many things for you to do. Uh, one thing I did want to say for any of you who listen to us on Spotify, those numbers keep growing. Like I checked the yeah. the split from like Apple Podcasts was like our number one. And but like Spotify is like coming up with a bullet. Yeah. Like that split is getting shorter and shorter. Look, look out, Joe Rogan. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you listen to us on Spotify, you can now leave uh, reviews. If you could leave us a five-star review, that'd be super helpful. Helps build visibility. And the same goes for the rest of you. If you haven't already, uh, give us uh, a five-star review. Uh, write something nice. Uh, we love to read those on uh, on an episode if they come in. So uh, feel free to do that. And feel free to plug uh, yourself. Yeah. We will say your name and your band name if you include that in your comments. So please 100%. do not we be shy. Absolutely, we will absolutely promote your stuff. Otherwise, I hope everybody has a good week. I hope you have a better week than the week that I had, if nothing else. I hope you have a better week than the week that you had. I hope so too. Yeah. I could really use it. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, take care, guys. Have a have a fantastic week. And um, if you're playing, have fun. Yeah. Can't, can't wait to, to join you. But for now... In Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. You've been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast for the week of January 28th, 2022. Have an awesome week. And that's how you rock more and suck less. Hey, listener, this is Adam Moskowitz of the Van Band out of South Florida. Yes, another Adam. Adams are taking over the cover band scene. Get used to it. Sorry, Dan. On behalf of Cover Band Confidential, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Now, I know you want to support this cast, so this is how you do it. 
you subscribe, you leave a five-star review, you share this episode with your musician friends, and you throw a screenshot on your story. And you go ahead and you follow the podcast on all their socials. You got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all of them. These gentlemen, Adam Johnson of Members Only and Dan Ray of the Clinky Lincolns, have graciously given us vast amounts of great content. So as a thank you, go ahead and send them some green energy on their Patreon page. For real, send them some digital coins. And when you do that, you'll get access to the Slack back channel, which is just musicians and band leaders chatting about the craft of being in a performing cover band. The wins, the losses, the behind the scenes goodness. If you play at least once a month for money, all I'm saying is break off a few bucks for your favorite podcast that you always listen to. Any questions, comments, hit up the Facebook group, send a text or voicemail to their hotline. That's 404-491-0910. You can also email coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. If you'd like, you can find my band on Instagram, Facebook, at VAMBAND. That's V-A-M BAND. Do it. Seriously, I want to see that CBC bump. Or you can find everything you need at VAMBAND.com. We started in 2019. We played funk, pop, soul, R&B, Motown in Southeast Florida. I play guitar and backup vocals at Adam Moskowitz Music on IG. Also follow the CBC host on IG. That's at Adam Patrick Johnson and at Dan Ray Musician. Or visit CoverBandConfidential.com for all the goods. I'm going to go ahead and call it. For Adam Moskowitz in Boca Raton, Florida, that was your outro bumper on Cover Band Confidential. Always be performing! (laughs) 